Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How rare is it for couples to squabble, to fight, to argue and to debate? Or indeed, is it something that is incredibly common and they're at it all the time? And have you ever been recorded doing it? There's another question uh, for you this morning. Do you, in other words, have some sympathy for Boris Johnson? Because he was basically recorded and uh, people are reporting that the rows are quite regular. I want to speak to Tom Kelly, who's been writing with us in the Irish News this morning. Uh, Tom, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Uh, Tom, any sympathy for Boris? He has a very colourful personal life. There's no doubt about that. No shock or surprise that, you know, Boris will have a girlfriend and could in the foreseeable future have another girlfriend. Who's who's to know with, with, with Boris? So th- the fact that he raises his voice or she raises her voice, does that make you unfit to be a prime minister? Uh, I don't think that makes you unfit to be a Prime Minister, and he is a colourful character, and people have factored in that colourfulness. Certainly the strategists within the Tory party will have factored that in to uh, his attempt to become Premier. I think the problem is, is that his handlers have also decided to keep him away from the media. And in, no, in, in the seven principles of the Nolan uh, of public life, you know, three of the most important are accountability, openness and honesty. Uh, and no information should be withheld from the public uh, by anybody who's seeking public office. And I think that's one of the problems, is that he hasn't been as open and transparent uh, throughout the campaign. You have his main rival actually challenging him to come on to the media and to take questions rather than sort of slinking through down the street by the back door. In relation to the actual uh, incident, uh, you know, all couples have rows and, um, you know, um, he's not going to be any different to that. As a matter of fact, it may be part of the pent-up frustration of not being able to speak his mind throughout the campaign. But domestic abuse uh, is a serious thing. And if people had concerns about domestic abuse, then, you know, they have a right to uh, inform the police and to take some kind of action. We shouldn't live in a society where you just walk on by. And like, there's no suggestion that there was any. The police said that he was happy, that the couple were happy and uh, things moved on. Uh, but he should answer questions uh, from the media in relation to that. Uh, he is seeking to be Prime Minister of Britain. He's not seeking to lead a party into a general election and put himself... He's been selected by 160,000 Tory members, mostly male, mostly over 65. And, uh, you know, it's not a great way to assume public office if you're not uh, uh, having full transparency and accountability on the way through there. 
Uh, wh- wh- why do you feel he-, he wouldn't answer the question? The guy from LBC was quizzing him at the hustings and he, he-, he seemed to be smart-assed in his replies. He was-, he was showing off his great ability to conjure up words out of nowhere to steer the interview in another direction Where when all he had to say was, listen Ian, um, you know, have you ever been in a relationship yourself? Have you ever raised your voice? I raised mine. She raised hers. It happens. You know, I'm, 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 I'm embarrassed. We'd all be embarrassed if we raised our voices, especially if, if anyone heard us. But stand up and wave towards me now, the first couple who haven't raised voices at each other. That would have been a perfect answer. That would have been the, the, the way that you would have handled it. But the problem is Boris tries to be too clever by far and his put-downs are intended to be exactly that. They're to be pithy, witty put-downs to, uh, to intimidate uh, journalists. He hasn't just done this on this. He's done this, you know, even at his press conference. I think he put down Laura Kinsberg uh, in, in, in the same way. And, and this is part of the problem uh, generally and what I was writing about in the Irish News today is, is, is the fact is that the, the standards that you once expected in public life are no longer there. There was a time when people resigned over matters in their private life. Uh, John Perfumo, Jeremy Thorpe, Cecil Parker, uh, John Parkinson. You know, there were, there, there were, before you had the Nolan principles, you had uh, people who resigned over small matters. Now you don't have anybody who resigns over anything. Um, I mean, the largest amount of resignations ever have been to do with Brexit, but not to do with any errant behaviour by people. They have to be dragged out of office. And, and that is really, really uh, disappointing. And that was the whole point of the Nolan Principles, which was to inject something in there again, which said, if you're in public office, you are held to higher standards than the average Joe public. That's the reality. Because you are responsible for the laws of this country. You, you create the laws. You, you make statements and you have a, a privileged platform to be able to speak your mind. Uh, but if you do that in a way, but you do not also bring to it openness and accountability and honesty to, to the table, then I, I think you have a lot of questions to answer. So do you see a, a position now for Jeremy Hunt where he's much stronger than he has been because Boris is listening to advisors who are telling him not to answer any questions? I, I know it's the, it's the membership of the Tory party and it's not the country who, who's electing him, but are they not going to begin to think that if this man won't come out and answer questions about the really difficult issues in primarily Brexit, if he's not prepared to answer the questions, then he's going to be exposed when he is Prime Minister and he can no longer stop answering them. I agree with you, Frank, but the route map that he's taking to Downing Street means that if you were advising him, or I was advising him, say, because I've advised politicians in the past, this is exactly what I would do. We'd be trying to muzzle him for as long as you possibly could throughout this campaign, because the public opinion doesn't really count anymore. Uh, and you can see how skewed the Tory party membership is in terms of it not being reflective of Northern Ireland society in general, or sorry, British society in general. And and therefore, they only need to convince 50% plus one of the 165,000 members. They're not interested in what you or I or the general public really think. And so the media in many ways can have a go as many times as they like. And it's very, very clear that there are many within the Tory party who have uh, as uh, demonstrated by Mr. Field, um, you know, who just simply do not know how to deal with uh, with women, and um, uh, that's a real issue for them. But they're not wholly concerned about that. 
they're concerned about the 165,000 members and I think they will try to keep them muzzled no matter what Mr Hunt says and no matter how more appealing Mr Hunt may be to the broader general public um, if they want to get bars to the number 10 then the thing to do is to keep them away from frothing at the mouth and being gaff prone which he can be and you know he could say something which might just implode him and make Tory members think that well he's not really a safe pair of hands but I don't think that's going to happen at this stage. I think that he's well on the way to number 10. And uh, I think his gaffes will come post his premiership and during his premiership, uh, which I think will be quite short-lived. It's interesting what you said there about Mr. Field not being able to deal with women. We covered this on Friday on the programme. And nine out of ten people who contacted us during that show, either calling us, tweeting us, emailing us or texting us, were supportive of how he handled the protester. Yeah, I, I've been amazed at that on social media because I've taken a lot of abuse because I obviously haven't been defending his actions. I've been basically saying that uh, he needed to show self-discipline, self-restraint and proportionality to the perceived threat. This was a woman in an evening gown with short sleeve, uh, with no sleeves in her dress, uh, carrying a, a clutch handbag and a, a bunch of leaflets in one hand and uh, uh, pamphlets in the other. But she might have you had know, a pistol I mean, in I, her handbag. I, yeah, 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 she may have had, but the reality is it's still disproportionate. Not one single person around that table moved in the way that Mr. Field did. Out of the 300 people in the room, they were all quite happy to let the security move the other ladies out because we're focusing on one person there, but there were other women protesters there as well. I mean, this is reminiscent. His actions are very reminiscent of the days when suffragettes were dragged out of buildings, were manhandled. We have come a long way since then, and I think people when they're doing peaceful protests, are entitled to have some degree of decorum in terms of dealing with them, but especially when you're a bloody uh, 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 minister. And I mean, and the key thing about this, by the way, no matter who defends Mr. Field, is that he has apologised unreservedly for his behaviour, which he now sees as wrong and which he also sees as being disproportionate to the perceived threat. So nobody should be defending him. This man's already apologised. He was in the wrong. Yeah, we covered it in detail on Friday. All these points uh, were covered and the argument was was clear. Uh, Tom, one final point to you. Um, Jeremy Hunt, is there a possibility now that people who wouldn't be supporting the Tories under any circumstances are keeping their fingers crossed that actually Jeremy Hunt is the man and he mightn't be that bad at all and he could be a very decent Prime Minister. Uh, Anybody except Boris. Is that what non-Tories are thinking? Well, I think that's what non-Tories are thinking. Uh, And I think there's an element of that within the Tory party as well. And certainly, you know, I think it was a good idea having Mr Gold eliminated from the competition because I think that he, he has been friendly with Boris so long that he would know where the bodies are buried and therefore would be able to spark them off more readily, whereas Jeremy Hunt seems a more restrained person. Even reading the press release this morning, I'm sure you were kind of surprised at the language, you know, describing as a coward, asking him not to slink in through the back door. These don't seem words that come naturally to uh, Jeremy Hunt. So I think what we may wish for him to be a better candidate for a prime ministership, I still think the Tories will bank on taking their taking their chances with a sort of the more charismatic uh, Boris Johnson because, I mean, as someone who's actually sat at two dinners with him, like at the same table, he is a very interesting character. He's a very entertaining character. But, you know, he's like every other client. After a while, I mean, 10 minutes of comedy, that's enough. I like your headline in the Irish News today and you can read Tom Kelly in the paper. It is, Boris has stardust but is a prince of clowns. And that's, that's how, you met, that's how you, he came across to you at, the, at the, those tables. Yeah, he just, 
he said things that were completely inappropriate, but it made me sort of smile at the table. But I certainly wouldn't like to think he would repeat them if he was Prime Minister. And by the way, at those times, he was Mayor of London, so... Well, he may have a chance to repeat them as Prime Minister very, very soon, because it looks like <laughs> as if he is going towards number 10. Uh, Tom, great speaking to you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Okay. Tom Kelly, writing in the Irish News Today, former advisor, of course, within the SDLP. Uh, it's coming up on 20 past nine. Good morning. This is the U105 phone-in. Frank Mitchell here to the middle of the day. I'm asking you the question, do you feel that Boris should have to speak out and explain uh, why there was such a ruckus in his girlfriend's Flat. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.